Hello, I am Brad Geddes. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to help you explore the keys to success in your internet marketing and expand your wealth of knowledge. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app now available for iPhone and Android. Download it today from the iTunes Store or Google Play Store. Discover new ways to revolutionize your revenue stream linked right to your smartphone with the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Here are your hosts. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge. We're a marketing training and toolset company. On this show, we investigate various ways in which your marketing efforts can reach a state of nirvana. You can find show notes and other information about our guests on certifiedknowledge.org. Now, today I've got a great guest with me, Melissa Mackey. She is the search supervisor at Gyro, the largest independent B2B agency in the world. Um, she contributes to Search Engine Watch, Web Marketing Today as a BBC expert. She has a blog at Beyond the Paid where she writes on topics such as PPC and search marketing and has been around for quite a while. So knows a lot of the ins and outs of thinking about uh, paid search. So welcome, Melissa, and thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Brad. It's good to be here. Always great to have you. So you know, Google recently announced enhanced campaigns. And for people who've been around a while, this is not to be confused with the original enhanced campaigns that Google launched several years ago that were keywords plus placements. This is completely different. And it might be the single largest change to campaign segmentation and bid management ever, actually, I think, in AdWords. So first, we're going to talk about enhanced campaigns to make sure everyone kind of understands what they are. Then we're going to sort of have a, a free-flow brainstorm about organizing them. There's no best practices yet, so we're going to sort of talk about that. Then we'll get into some of the bidding issues. So, Melissa, can you first give us – actually, do you want to start with the positive or negative about enhanced campaigns? <laughs> well, it's always good to talk about the positive, so we can start with that. All right. You want to kick us off with, um, with some of the positive changes that people are going to have access to because of enhanced campaigns? Sure, absolutely. So it, really the best thing about it, in my mind, is all of the extensions that we have. Um, so we had extensions before. We had call extensions. We had site links. There were some other extensions that some people had and some didn't, such as offer extensions. And those have all been rolled out with enhanced campaigns. And in addition to being rolled out, they're better than they were. So, for example, site links are now at the ad group instead of at the campaign level, so you can get much more granular with that. And you can actually schedule your site links. So if you have a special that's coming up and it's a limited time, you can put schedules around that and, and then it'll just show automatically instead of having to stay up till midnight to get everything changed. Um, so that's a huge bonus. And then um, the call extensions also have been enhanced quite a bit so that a call longer than 60 seconds or you can actually adjust the time that the call lasts, that can be counted as a conversion. So it's a lot easier for reporting purposes and for optimization. 
and um, there are some different options available with those as well. So those are definitely moves in the right direction, things that advertisers have been asking for for a while, and now Google's finally given them to us. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about the call extension chains because we have several companies who um, use call tracking on the website and import them back into AdWords and then do CPA bidding based upon calls. So adding the call extension in there too to even do better CPA bidding, I'm I'm super excited about that. So okay, so the the positive changes are are mostly around extensions, maybe a touch on geography, but can you get into um? some of the negative aspects or, or more controversial aspects of these changes. Yeah, so th- there is a lot of negative with this, and there, there's been a lot of outcry from the PPC community around the fact that it, this is kind of rammed down our throats, and while we do have some time, we have until June to, to actually switch over. There's not an option to opt out of any of these changes, and so some of the big issues... It has to do with mobile and tablets and the fact that you can no longer have a mobile-only or a tablet-only campaign. And furthermore, Google has decided that tablets are the same thing as desktop, which is arguable (laughs) in the community. I know for a lot of my clients, um, tablets perform very differently from desktop computers and are are definitely not the same thing, Uh, especially in the B2B space. It's just you know, a huge difference, and now Google doesn't even give us the option to put a modifier on tablets, much less have a separate campaign for that. And this becomes a problem when you have a mobile strategy in place and a budget specifically for mobile. And yes, you can bid modify mobile now, but it's still lumped in with desktop. And so it's very difficult to manage. If you need to spend, you know, $1,000 a month on mobile, how are you going to manage that? It's just a huge challenge and a huge problem. So I think that's the biggest problem that people are having with all of this. Yeah, so just to to real quick give the down and dirty. So essentially, you can opt out of mobile, but you can't have a mobile-only campaign. In addition, your bids are set still by keyword or ad group level, but then you can do a bid modifier and say, for mobile bids, I want to bid 20% higher or 20% lower and so forth. And um, you can be completely off of mobile, but you can't be just on mobile, and that's kind of what was talking about, and one of the big issues. Um, and that actually gets into exactly what we really want to talk Actually, one more thing. Can you explain the geographic bid changes too? Because that will sure. sort of segment into some of the stuff. Yeah, absolutely, and the geographic is, is kind of a good news, bad news. Um, there are modifiers not only for mobile, but also for geography. So you can go in and and at pretty much any geo level that Google allows you to target, instead of having a zillion campaigns for every geography that you want to have different bids for, you can just put a modifier on that. So if you want to say, you know, my Michigan customers are the best customers I have, I want to bid up those bids 30% and leave the rest of the U.S. just at the regular bid, you can now do that, and same thing for countries, etc. So there's a lot of flexibility, and you know the days of having a campaign for every state or every city or every country are, are a little bit behind us, although um, this is at the, all the, at the campaign level. So you know if you have keywords or ads that perform differently based on geo, that's still going to be a problem because you can't put that modifier on those. Yeah, and then we're going to get into that first. All right, we'll get into that one second. Um, and this is, we'll also touch on bidding because this is where it's really complex. If you have a bid that's a dollar, but you're bidding 20% lower for mobile, but you're bidding 25% higher for Philadelphia, and you're bidding 
32% higher when it's noon to 1 o'clock. You have no – unless you're really good at math, you have no idea what that bid actually is that's being used. Um, and, and so that kind of makes bidding very complex. But but first, I want to talk through the, the campaign segmentation, and this is where uh, there's just some big changes because rule number one right, was you, you segment search and display, and that's still a rule you can follow. Rule number two was you segment mobile and desktops, and depending on the account, maybe you also segmented um, tablets. So you could bid differently and have different keywords, mobile versus desktop, and that's not possible. And, and so you know, in my mind, I've been thinking through this a lot, and I've got kind of two ideas, and, and what I want to do is, is get Melissa's opinion on these and, and see where we go from here. Um, so you know, one is to drink the Google Kool-Aid and just have your campaign with your bid modifiers for mobile and just let them handle it like they know what they're doing. Um, now, for a small account, that might be okay, but we've got you know clients who bid separately by operating system and carrier because their CPAs are different on an Android for Verizon versus a, an iOS on Sprint. So we treat them separately. We can't anymore. So what I've been trying to think through is how do we still manage mobile bids in a world where you're bid enhancement is only a campaign level affects every one of your bids. So the second way I'm kind of thinking through is what if we do campaigns by bid adjustment? Essentially, these keywords go into a campaign are are not on mobile at all. And these keywords go into a campaign where mobile bids minus 75%. And these go into a campaign where mobile is minus 50 and minus 25 and you know some that are plus. And so keywords we only want on mobile but we can't do that. We'd put them in like the plus 300, and 300% is the highest bit adjustment you can get. Um, and, and so you know, I don't really know the best way right now, and that's what you know, my Melissa's here. So Melissa, when you think through, you know, should you do this by bit adjustment? Should you just do one at the campaign level? Is there something else? What do you, what do you think is you – know, how are you going to treat this for your B2B clients? Well, and it's something that we're still working through, to be honest. So I, I'm kind of where you are, where I want to – learn from you and, and brainstorm on this, but I do like your idea of, you know, the concept that campaign structure has got to change. Um, so we always thought about it by network and by device and then by geo as well. And so I think that that's still important to think about, but we have to add on top of that now bid adjustments and how is that going to play in. And so like you said, I feel, you know, I know Google wanted to reduce the number of campaigns that people had to manage. And like you said, for a lot of small advertisers, that is true. But for large enterprise B2B clients, um, I think in some cases we're going to have more campaigns because we're going to have to factor in this, this bid adjustment. And so you've got your one keyword that does really well on mobile and n- none of your other keywords do. You're going to have to split that out. So, you know, there's that aspect. And then the whole thing of, by device and operating system is just, it's, it's gone and it's a nightmare. So just for example's sake, we had a client that was selling Android phones. And so we targeted the Android operating system with an ad that said, tired of your old Android phone, and then talked about a special that they had on, on these Android devices that they were selling. And this was, it performed fantastic. It wasn't huge volume, but the CPA was, was ridiculous. I mean, it was their best performing campaign that they had because it was so targeted. 
and you know this goes for a lot of you know if you're selling apps or you're selling you know games or accessories or you know anything that's OS dependent what are you going to do about that you know you just don't really have that option yeah, in fact, in my example, we weren't actually selling anything related to a phone. Um, we were, we were, we find that there's different demographics of user by system and carrier. So we actually did it because of the demographics of the users, not because of a phone specific item. Um, and so that level targeting is gone. So yeah, and the um, the the issue that I'm kind of running into is. Okay, so let's say that you have um, these multiple campaigns with bid adjustments. Now, at times, a keyword is going to have to switch over. And, and so do you initially make all the campaigns identical and then delete the keywords so you know where to move them to if you need to? Do you because you know, that's where negatives are going to be an issue when you use negatives to control the ad serving? Do you not? And I don't think any bid management system has a good workflow yet for this. Um, so, so tell you what. So we were thinking through ideas here, and of course, if you have any comments and, and ideas, we'll do a, a post about this show as well, and please add all your thoughts. So we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we're going to come back and talk about the geographic segments in a little more detail as well. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. 
Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And so we're back talking with uh, Melissa Mackey about enhanced campaigns and segmentation. And and the mobile is just tough, and I don't know if there are answers at the moment. Um, but you, Google also allows bid adjustments for geography. And so when I think of geographic-based advertising, it's you have um, some companies who have split out their campaigns by geography for budget reasons. Um, that's still, I don't think, going to change. You have other companies who split out by geography because of ad differences, as Melissa said earlier. I don't think that's going to change. And, and what we have done sometimes is we split out geographies by bid changes. These are our top areas from performance. We bid you know, lower for our targets or we bid higher for our target CPAs. These areas don't do as well. We bid lower. And I think that's where this is going to be nice is that segmentation is gone. Um, but, you know, Melissa, when you think of, of what you're doing in the geographic bid changes, whether it's, you know, minus 100 percent, so you're not in a geography or, you know, plus 300 percent, so it's really higher. How is this change going to affect how you've approached geography so far? Yeah, it, it's really a complete shift in thinking um, because we usually segment our campaigns just strictly by geography you know, by country or by state or by city or whatever made sense for the particular client, depending on the market that they serve and their goals. But, um, and then we would adjust once we got performance data. So if an area wasn't performing, we would either bid it down or turn it off. But now, you know, you've got to have those modifiers in place. And so, you know, that's easier in a way, like I said earlier, because you can, you know, put a modifier on it and be done with it and you don't have to create a whole new campaign. So that part's good, but, um, you know, again, I think that you've got to think about that when you're setting up your campaigns, and you've got to think about your exclusions as well as your inclusions. And then, like I said, you might have ad copy or keywords that perform differently, and the modifier won't help you with that. So, for example, we have a global client who we start out with new ad copy across the board globally, and then we test it and see which works the best. And there are huge differences geographically. Um, and this is all in English, so we're not even getting into language differences or anything like that, which is a whole nother layer of complexity. Because I don't think there's a language modifier yet, although that might be coming. Um, but, you know, so we would adjust ad copy based on the geography, based on the results that we were seeing. Well, how do you do that now if everything's in one campaign with modifiers? You, you really can't. So really, at the end, you're you're still going to segment by geography and probably not use modifiers a lot. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? That's what I'm thinking. Now, again, with some advertisers, um, I think that it does make sense to use the modifiers because we're not doing that level of sophisticated testing. Um, so we, you know, we may just have an offer that we're putting out there, and we want to focus on certain geographies. And in that case, the modifier simplifies it a lot. But for, you know, PPCers love control, and we like all the different levers that we can pull. And so I think that in that case, you're not going to use the modifier. You're just going to continue to have separate campaigns. Yeah. Um, and, and also, 
you know, with your modifier. So now when you when you go to enhance campaigns, you go to your settings, you now have one tab for bit adjustments on on devices, one tab for bit adjustments by geography. And they move the time of day and um or or now they just call them time segments or something where you can change your bids by time of day, daily week, so forth on another tab. And it was it's always been there, but it was kind of buried in your campaign settings. Um, from your from your thought, do you think this was when Google moved this to the forefront? It was to make a better story about enhanced campaigns, or do you think it's something they really expect people to use now? Because it was not used except by experts previously. Yeah, I don't really understand the point of that, to be honest. I mean, I, it was more of an advanced feature, and I, I do feel like it's it's honestly got to just be a PR move on the part of Google to say, hey, look at all this that you can do, even though it was always there. Um you know, I think the advertisers who weren't using it before may end up using it to their detriment. I mean, think about it. You know, you, there, I guess there are certain reasons you'd want to use time bidding where, if, you know, if you don't have anybody answering the phones and your call to action on your website is call us, then obviously you want to be off or at least bid way down when you don't have anybody to answer the phone. But I think a lot of people make assumptions like, well, we're B2B and so we should just be turned on from 8 to 5. But that doesn't mean you don't get conversions outside of those hours. You may be getting tons of conversions at night when the executives are home on their iPad trying to you know, research a new solution, and they would still fill out a form, or they might not. But you know, the, the fact remains, people don't always search at the times that your doors are open, and they don't always convert at those times, so you need to view your data before you make assumptions, and I'm afraid that a lot of advertisers are just going to assume, oh, I need to be on these day parts, so that's what I'm going to that's what I'm going to limit it to. You know, that's a great point. We have one advertiser who it, – they're actually in the B2B segment, and their primary goal is calls. Um, however, what they find is that Sunday night, lots and lots of people find them and save their numbers and call them Monday morning. And their search volume Monday morning is not very high, um, but the conversion rates are astronomical. On Sunday nights, their search volume is really high, but their but their conversion rates are terrible because no one calls them on Sunday nights. So they flip off Sundays. Their Monday mornings tank. So it's one of those that you know when people discover you versus doing action may not be correlated. Um, right. Absolutely. And then you get into the whole attribution and all of that. That's a topic for another show. But you know it is. It's challenging, and I think people won't realize they're even missing out on that if they're not sophisticated. Yeah, and so. Okay, so when I come back to campaign segments, right, what, what I'm struggling with – again, there's a lot of struggling going on here – is, all right, so I want potentially a bid modifier by my keywords by device, and then I want a bid modifier on my keywords by geography. So if I use both geo and um, mobile modifiers at like a campaign level, suddenly I'm managing like 15,000 campaigns where I might have been managing like 50 before. Um, so, which becomes almost unrealistic. So, you know, when you think about your segments, um, are you going to try to segment them off of both a mobile bit adjustment and a geography? Or do you just say, what's my primary? Is my primary time geo or mobile? That's my top segment, and then I'll kind of manage within that to keep the campaign numbers realistic. You know, what are you thinking there? I haven't solved that problem yet. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have several thoughts, uh, you know, and, and one day I'll think, oh, it makes sense to 
you know, focus on your main goal, like is really device the key or is it really going to be geo or is it going to be, you know, bid modification. But then the next day I, I read something or I hear something and, and then I change my mind. So I, to be honest, I haven't figured all that out and I still feel like the, the level of control that we want is not going to be there no matter what we do. Yeah, so that's one of those. Okay, so you haven't held June to update. Um, and, and so does that mean that you're going to try some stuff now and then just see what works and come with your own path? Do you think people should wait until everyone's kind of forced to upgrade and read like their war stories of you know what's actually worked? Um, I mean, what's your thought about upgrading your clients right now? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. Um, we've upgraded the kind of what we consider to be low risk clients already, just so that we can start learning what's there. So, so clients who have kind of one strategy and they're they're smaller, uncomplicated. We all have clients like that where it's really a pretty low risk move um, to go ahead and move them over, and clients who will benefit from the, uh, the positives that we talked about at the top of the show, the, the enhanced sight links and things like that. Um, so we've moved them over now. And, and I think, at least from what I've seen in the data, the performance is as good or even a little bit better than what it was before. But if you are an enterprise-level client who's using bid management and you've got all these segments laid out and you've got budgets that you have to manage, and, and I think you and I probably both have clients in that boat as well, you know, the bid management platforms haven't caught up to this yet, a lot of them, and they're still working to get all of this integrated into their system. And what I'm hoping is that some of these levers that we're talking about that that we don't have just within the native Google platform will be maybe <laughs> taken care of by the bid management platforms. And so if we give them a little bit of time to get up to speed and just give ourselves enough time to work this through with the clients, that's what we're doing right now with our largest clients is just talking about, you know, here's what's going on. Here's how it's going to impact you. Um, here are some things that we want to test. You know, we're identifying campaigns that we want to port over and not porting everything over at once. It, you know, there's almost has to be a calendar of how you want to approach it. And then you're learning all the way while you're going and reading yeah, that's fair. That's 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 something fair. So let's um take one more break um for our sponsors and then we're gonna come back and touch real quick on aggregate organization and actually display for a second. Display did not go through some of these changes. More marketing nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. The SES Conference and Expo is making a springtime stop to New York City, March 25th through the 28th. SES New York 2013 is moving to a brand new venue in the heart of Times Square at the New York Marriott Marquis. Register now at SESConference.com. 
SES New York 2013 features some of the best and brightest minds in search and social marketing with keynote addresses by top-level executives from Google, Twitter, ESPN, and more. SES New York 2013 will also feature a loaded expo hall and Texpo Pavilion. On-site training by the ClickZ Academy, WebmasterRadio.fm's annual search bash, and so much more. SES New York 2013 at the New York Marriott Marquis in the heart of Times Square, March 25th through the 28th. Register now at SESConference.com. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. Brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. All right, so we're back talking with uh, Melissa about the enhanced campaigns, and, and so you know the campaign segmentation kind of crazy. When you think of ad groups and the way you structure them, is this going to even affect your ad group structure at all, or is this really a campaign issue? I think it's a campaign issue primarily. Although, as we learn, we may discover that it's more than that. Um, the, the one thing is with with site links at the ad group level, I think that is going to be really more of a, a feature that you want to keep in mind rather than a, a structure change. But I think you still have to have quality score you, in mind. You have to have tightly themed ad groups with not hundreds of keywords, but more like the you know 10 to 15 to 20 keywords. I don't see big changes coming there. Okay, well, that's some good news. So, <laughs> yeah. so finally, these changes we're talking about are for search. So display still lets you target by operating system. You can't do mobile only, but you can still be only on a certain device type or certain operating system on display. Why would Google keep this for display but not for search? You know, that is a very, very good question. And while I don't know the answer, I, I suspect it might have something to do with you know, think about they have a bunch of in-app and in-game ads that run in the display network that doesn't affect search. And, and those are fantastic for some advertisers, and they're a huge disaster for others, but I'm sure they're a large moneymaker for Google. Um, so that's one thing that I think they didn't want to lose. And then the other thing with display is, you know, if people are in a lot of different situations when they're interacting with display websites. So they're relaxing, they might be reading a news site, they might be using an app yeah, they're doing different things whereas with search you know when you think about it if you're searching regardless of your device that you're using it, it's the same thing you're typing keywords into a search box and so i think that google's trying to kind of differentiate the the user scenario between the two a little bit more um however <laughs> When I'm searching, I, I'm not going to sit down on my Android phone and search for enterprise software solutions. You know, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to sit there and fill out a lengthy contact form either. Um, and, you know, just because I'm searching for pizza when I'm walking down the street doesn't mean I want to order it right now. I might be looking for pizza for my kid's birthday party, and I thought of it while I'm walking down the street, and I don't want to forget, so I do a search right then. So 
you know, I think that a lot of these things that Google's trotting out is, you know, oh, well, now people, you'll be able to reach people right as they're in the moment. I think they're making a lot of assumptions that may not actually be true. Yep. By the way, I found one way for your display ads only to be on mobile devices. Um, you can target mobile on display, and if you only use the mobile-sized image ads, then Google's not going to resize them for desktops. That's the only way so far I've figured out any ways around any of the rules. They're, they're actually tough, but um, that's one I've seen. That's cool. Good tip. So um, any, any parting words of wisdom? Yeah, I think that people just really need to test carefully. Um, if you aren't sure that this is going to be okay, don't push the button. Wait. Give it some time, read and learn, and then I encourage everyone out there who's listening to keep sharing information. If you see something or learn something or run a test and, and have some good learnings, put them out there. You know, reach out to Brad or myself or anybody else in the community and, and let's share and learn this together. You know, we're kind of all in the same boat at this point. That's fair. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. And so um, thanks, Melissa. This has been great. Um, where can people find you online? So I'm always on Twitter, at Mel66. Um, that's probably the quickest way. And uh, you, can, um, you can also reach out to me via email, Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, dot Mackey, M-A-C-K-E-Y, at gyro, G-Y-R-O, dot com. Excellent. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Mark and Nirvana. As a reminder, you can find show notes and other information about our guests at certifiedknowledge.org. New episodes of Mark and Nirvana will be found on Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find the archives of our past episodes at webmasterradio.fm, Stitcher, iTunes, or the webmasterradio.fm iPhone app. So tune in or Google Play. So pretty much everywhere now you can find the, the show, depending on where you like to get your content. Thank you for listening. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.